Whole squad posting looking like we on defense. All drip first team this season. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, episode 73 of your favorite podcast in the history of the universe, Survival of the Fitted. I'm your favorite co-host in the world, Joe Williams, a.k.a. Diet Coke Drewski. None other than Ian Pierno in the building, and we got a very, very, very special guest. Would you like to take the floor and introduce yourself, sir? What's up, everybody? I'm Mark from The Incorporated, creative director and owner and everything else. So cool sky is, live. is is that fun? Like getting to like because if you own if you start a brand, you kind of get to pick your title. Yeah, CEO, owner. And you picked creative director. That's like a you could like apply for a creative director job on LinkedIn. You should be like creative czar or something, creative pharaoh. That's true. But when I started doing this many years ago, I uh, decided I wanted to be a creative director, and now it's like a cool thing. But yeah. Oh, so you were ahead of the wave way ahead yeah okay respect i mean time traveling has kind of been the theme of this episode anyway if you know you know um but for you guys that don't know mark's brand the incorporated um if you see like something sick on league fits especially if it was styled by me there's like a 90 percent chance there's at least one incorporated piece um a part of it um you're my favorite designer don't let it get to your head but you are my favorite designer um, and I think the day you became my favorite designer was when we, we, I had the idea, I'd seen an outfit that you had made for, for Giveon, and it was like this two piece set that was super oversized and I couldn't quite figure out like what the fabric was, but the fabric made it right. That's what made the outfit cool. But I was like, what the hell is that? So I was like, yo dude, I want to make something similar for miles. Um, and then you kind of took me on this journey in downtown LA and it might be better if you provide the context and tell the story here. Yeah, absolutely. So when I first was coming down to LA looking for fabric, the first fabric store that I ever went into was this basically piles of rolls of fabric barely could be named a store, but uh, it's run by this 85 year old guy named Saeed. And he's got all these old fabrics that have basically not been touched since the seventies or eighties. Um, and he has just these, this amazing combination of like upholstery fabrics and car seat fabrics and rugs and all sorts of crazy stuff that I started turning into clothes and, uh, it's become like a huge part of the brand. He's like a great friend of mine. And, uh, yeah, it's my favorite spot in the world. Unitex fabrics. It's on, uh, <laughs> Maple well, street downtown in the, yeah. in the fabric. District. That sounds right. Yeah, fashion district. It was right by my old apartment, actually. But I remember pulling up and like to, to provide context, like I kind of want to paint this. Like you walk in and it's not that big. Like it's it's maybe like a thousand square feet. Um, but like from the floor to the ceiling is just fabrics. And like you even said it, you're like, some of these, like you were like, nobody has definitely touched in like 30 years. Like you're stepping over stuff, you're squeezing between things, like everywhere and it's every fabric used to make everything except clothes (laughs) so it's funny because we ended up doing that outfit for miles um and and people were hitting me up and being like and even just like in the instagram comments they're like miles wearing his grandma couch and that probably was the leftover materials from somebody's couch that's the whole thing yeah we i've been calling them the grandma's couch fabrics or suits or whatever they are um for years and every time most of the time when people see them they're like oh yeah this looks like a couch and i was like you totally get it 
Right, because it literally sure. could be. And so you, you've obviously, you've dressed Miles, you've dressed the Nassus, um, also a bunch of other NBA guys, um, but even like some like really, really famous people like, like I, I do because you know I'm like oh man like thanks for shouting me out for like because I styled the NASA's and something and then your next post is like Billie Eilish. <laughs> yeah, we've been lucky enough to I I've been lucky enough to just connect with a bunch of stylists in the last like five years that I've been down here because mm-hmm. they always need weird stuff and that's kind of what I do. So yeah, we've done. Uh, a bunch of famouses. Uh, <laughs> a bunch of famouses. Yes. Kylie Jenner. Uh, it's a long list, but um, but yeah, I get I totally get a kick out of the basketball players and athletes and kind of the different stuff because that's more the world that I grew up when I you know right. I didn't grow up a Billie Eilish fan so um, <laughs> valid. She's great, and I am I am a Billie Eilish fan now, but um, yeah, the that. NBA players specifically because basketball is my favorite sport has been like a super cool thing that I just want to keep building and building. And I, th- I think I know why basketball is one of your favorite sports. And I'll touch on that in a second. Um, Cause we, we, we talked about how you make all these clothes kind of out of like untraditional fabrics and garments and things like that. Um, but some of like the ready to wear pieces are the t-shirts, which I'm wearing one right now. You're wearing one right now. Joe is not wearing one right now. Instead, he looks like Diet Coke Drewski with his Diet vest Coke on. Drewski. Diet right, Coke Drewski. Right. Um, Drewski permanently killed vests, right? Like, vests will not be cool for a really long time, right? <laughs> like, non-puffy vests. Like, you can't, like, wear that anymore. Tactical vests. So, part of the reason that basketball is your favorite sport, though, is because you're 6'4". Um And you can kind of tell, like when I look for the perfect t-shirt, because it's so hard to find like a perfect t-shirt, right? Because they're all advertised as oversized, but they're really not, or boxy, but they're really not. Um, Tell me, like, how did you make your t-shirts fit so perfectly? Uh, My secret is to make them way too big. And I think everyone, there's a a disease of all humans that they wear too small clothes, especially Mm -hmm. t-shirts. And I want to cure it by offering t-shirts that are all way too big. So our smallest t-shirt fits like a, like your average, like men's large. So essentially I make everything to fit me and then hope that it looks cool on everyone else. Most of whom are smaller than me. Uh, So that's the secret. And, And it's working so far. I'm sure a ton of people get their orders from our online store and are like, what the hell is this? It is a giant mm-hmm. chair. yeah but uh so i'm far, glad to hear that though too many of them haven't sent it back so right no it's 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 the perfect t-shirt and if you don't want mark to make you a custom-made couch to wear um the t-shirt's a good way to go and you'll you'll be pleased um speaking of couches though we, we mentioned you've dressed so many cool people in, in couches so you love putting guys in couches is there any like basketball players specifically that you haven't put in a couch yet that you think it would be cool yeah my uh i think david uh <laughs> devin booker would look great in a couch um my all-time person that i want to put some clothes on he's not active but would be alan iverson whenever anybody asks like who are my dream people to dress it's never like uh asap rocky or travis scott or anything it's mm-hmm. kenger jr and alan iverson yeah I want to do. so um 
yeah, those would be a start. But someday every, everybody in the world will be wearing a couch. I, I love wow. that. And it's also like sustainability 101. Totally. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Garbage. They are you, nobody you, in the it really is like oh my god like i wish like on a podcast you really can't per- person- personify saeed's store like you walk in there dude and like your eyes water a little bit like it's so dusty like it is like the most random hole in the wall perfect place in the world wait speaking of perfect places isn't he because your guys's relationship goes like a little bit beyond like just buying stuff right yeah he's like uh he's my my bff i try and keep him he always is losing his scissors so i go and every time i go in there i buy him a new pair of scissors because he always leaves them around his wife yeah. makes this lunch and we'll like sit down and he'll like put his little tablecloth out and we eat lunch together um mm-hmm. it's my yeah I'm, he's just the very best in the world i try and give him all the business he also happens to be trying to find me a wife Right. Uh, he has a uh, hmm. business card with my name and number on it, and he mm-hmm. I think, uh, is really working on getting me married, which I appreciate because I'm not putting in the same amount of effort. <laughs> it's okay. Is there any way you could add my name and number to that business card too? I will absolutely. Just, yeah, I'll screenshot yeah. it right now. Please, give a please and thank you. Yeah, I mean, business cards, Like I didn't even think business cards were a thing anymore, but for finding romance... That's the way. He's had the same. He's had the same stack in the same thickness on his desk. Ah oh, man, <laughs> no one picked a business card, huh? Not quite. A for effort, though. Um, we got to talk about the NBA Finals because that's what's going on. And one thing is like me and Joe have been talking about the playoffs like for months, obviously. And we're always like, man, we hope like a team cooler than the Warriors maybe makes the finals in the Western Conference, just because like they're kind of the swagless superstars. Like, you know, their three all-stars aren't really known for fashion. Stephen Curry has like had like some like cool outfits lately, but like nothing that like, you know, would really catch your eyes. So if you were tasked game seven, Stephen Curry's like, I need an outfit, no other guidance. What do you make him? So for him, I like to see him be pretty business and pretty focused on the game so i would definitely do some sort of upholstery but very low-key monochromatic mm-hmm. fitted on the top we could definitely do a bigger a bigger pair of pants yeah gotta cover uh, up those under armor shoes <laughs> <laughs> although have you noticed that kids wear those like they're very popular with kids oh really <laughs> Oh, like kids, like YMCA, like eight-year-old kids, yeah. yeah Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, kids love those shoes. And Respect. that's crazy because I would have never worn a pair of Under Armour shoes when I was a child. Yeah, but I mean, mm-hmm. it's totally working. Um, but yeah, definitely something that is a little bit more adventurous than he likes to get, but I want to keep him focused on dropping those threes. Okay, so honesty hour, like you, my boy. I, you the man, Mark, but you sound... Joe and I have like a least favorite Instagram comment. Joe, I think you could probably say it without even me saying it. Least favorite Instagram comment, they need to be more focused on the game, not their... Fi- or what is it? If they put as much thought into their outfit, 
No, if they put as much thought into their into the game as they did their outfit, they'd be better. They're like, maybe Kuz would have hit a few more threes if he wasn't thinking about his outfit so much. And I think that's what you just said, bro. And I can't lie, I'm so disappointed. You are literally the bot people from Iowa that are like, (laughs) it's like Kyle with the fish and an American flag emoji just bio. They're like, maybe he would have hit an extra. Maybe Devin Booker would have scored a few more points if he didn't wear a Prada. To tie to the game. Feels and that's you, about bro. Shoes. You think you yeah. know somebody? You think you know somebody? I have. You don't really know them. You remember that Prada outfit that Ben Simmons wore? It was the green yeah, the one. Green one. The lambs. Man, I have heard so many people Lamb. bring that fucking jacket up, and it was a bad look for him. But that's. Uh, it depends on the player. Yeah. For sure. If there's, okay, I'm, there's a, I'm an example if they're, dressed, if they're dressed super swaggy i know that they're about to play super swaggy however if Giannis was coming in wearing some crazy outfit something something's off something's going wrong so i am like partly your worst your least favorite person okay so it's like a case-by-case basis type of situation here absolutely Okay, that makes sense. Because even like Stephen Curry showed up wearing like a pair of Ricks earlier in the playoffs. And me and Joe were like, we, you know, we love Rick. Rick is like probably like our favorite high-end brand, right, Joe? Mm-hmm. Top three I for agree. both. It's on, our, it's on both of our Mount Rushmore's, Rick. It's like Mark McGinnis. As Joe, Rick. I can confirm this, yes. Yeah. Um, and we were, but we were like, damn, like, this is kind of awkward. <laughs> this is kind of weird to look at. We you know were what wrong. I mean? <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess... I guess you might be making a point, but like I'm an example based person. If there was like, like give us like an example, because I'm like an example based person. If there was like a player that show up in like a crazy outfit and you know that they're like definitely going for like 40, 50 that night, who, who would it be? Who's like the anti um, Giannis, anti stuff? Easy answer would be James Harden, my favorite active player, second favorite player of all time. What? James That's Harden. a weird choice. James well, Harden is your favorite basketball player. Absolutely. I could watch him uh, step back or get fouled every play of every basketball Why? Game. No, no. Like, I need, like, a full explanation to why Everyone James does. Harden. It's a hot Defend take. Defend yourself. The, uh, the situation is growing up a Sonics fan and then having the Sonics taken away from me made me want to see the league burn. And yeah. uh, James Harden is the most chaotic player I've ever seen, both on and off the court. Well, he just stirs everyone up. I don't right. think he's actually that, that messy off the court. But, um, yeah, I'm kind of like an NBA fan joker. Um, you just want to see I chaos. I just want it to all go down. So, yeah, he brings all the mess, and mm-hmm. I love it. Plus, I love his game. Plus, he's filthy. Yeah. One of the top scorers of all time. Plus, he's a little thick, which is huge for me. Whoa. Uh, Goodness gracious, Mark. Where did that come from? Survival of the fitted after dark. Let's go. (laughs) We really earned our explicit tag this week. I, uh, that's crazy. I just love, I love him. No, respect. Cause you, were you kind of a pudgy kid? I was indeed. I was indeed. Is James Harden pudgy though? Huge way to my heart. If you're slow and a little chubby and good at sports, I'm most likely a gigantic fan. That res- okay. Question then. Is James Harden the slowest 
fast player in the NBA or the fastest slow player in the NBA? Uh, I think he would definitely be the fastest slow player. Yeah. Okay. So he is he is the king of the slow. Yeah. Because those, those, rather... those first few steps are super fast, but then he he's got the that low gear. <laughs> like the zero to sixty, <laughs> the zero to sixty is pretty good, but once he hits sixty, he's not going much faster. He's going a bunch faster. <laughs> okay. Okay, that makes sense. No, he doesn't have to. I I love that you root for chaos. I'm a display supersonics fan too. Um, like when I play 2K, like I just do the expansion feature and I download the Sonics and put all the League Fits players on there. Um, so I I also root for chaos. Like one team is up three two in the series, I'm rooting for the team that's down three two. You know what I mean? I just want like if there's a trade that could go through, I want it to happen. I just want to see what would happen if Ben Simmons was on the Nets. You know what I mean? Yeah, my rooting mm-hmm. we we're similar sports fans. Yeah, I, we're both villains, super villains. Both, yeah, yeah. Super Gremlins. It's entertainment. Chaos is entertainment. Yeah, and I, I some don't people have... just want to watch the world burn. And that's what it is. Yeah, all my Silver's world get mad at me because they have like teams that they can root for for years, and they've got like shit riding on it, and that all broke down for me. So mm-hmm. I don't care. I just want to see the most points <laughs> and the most gnarly plays. Doesn't matter to me. I'm a player. So I'm a who's player team or person? That's that's fair. Who was the person who sold the Supersonics? Because I don't know if they understand the 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 damage that they've done to okay, this. Okay, his name is this, Howard Schultz. He so, started Starbucks. I'd like to think that you have his face on a board, just like in your yes. room. Yes. Fuck Howard Schultz. Tell it's backwards. On it. We can cuss my, on this podcast. Fuck Howard this, Schultz. A couple of months ago, my friend got married to this gal who's got a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, she she lit, her parents live next to Howard Schultz. Oh and, wow! Oh, uh, they've done well for themselves. And the it, it took everything of all my friends' like power to not like throw things into his yard and leave like nasty messages. We like almost went and knocked on his door and cussed him out because he yeah. was the worst. It is Starbucks. Not, it doesn't hit right. Like Starbucks just doesn't hit right. So he he's a CEO of Starbucks. Is that what yeah, I'm Yeah, so reading? he's like the owner or whatever of Starbucks. And he sold the team. History lesson, Joe. He sold the team. Yeah. And basically, he the, the plan was he was going to sell it to someone who would keep the team in Seattle. That was like originally supposed to be part of the agreement. And then he sold them to someone who, who moved the team to Oklahoma City. And Seattle is like a great basketball market. Okay, so I did my Googles real quick. So that guy, Howard, whatever his face is, is is like whatever the owner of Starbucks. And Vin Baker, who was a player on the Supersonics, also, after he retired, worked out of Starbucks. Interesting to think about. I wonder if there's like a... Yeah, he retired. Starbucks? Yeah, he uh, he retired and he was was down bad. So he started becoming a Starbucks manager. That's what I'm reading here. Blew $100 million a, word to addiction. I have a feeling we might talk about Vin Baker again later. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I did not realize. You see the theory that. I just stringed together? Goodness gracious, guys. It was crazy. I didn't realize that Vin was down that bad. Yeah. I thought maybe he had like a desk job at Starbucks. But no, he was grinding in the beans. That's rough. Yeah, well, shout out Vin Baker. Love him. Yeah, shout out Vin Baker. 
Um, yeah, shout out to slow basketball players. Basketball icon. Yeah. Shout out, shout out all the slow guys. How do you feel about Kyle Anderson? Um, I don't like getting that. Well, I wasn't a fan until this playoffs. And then I was like, he is way better at basketball than he looks. Mm, yeah. And I, now I'm impressed. It always turns out that whatever, with a few exceptions, whoever I'm like, I, I hate at the beginning of when I find their game, I mm-hmm. always end up respecting it by the end. Dude, I'm like that. A few too. exceptions, but I usually they they win me over. Dude, we should we should be the new host of first take, like this trio right here. Like this is it's really slow. like interesting basketball conversation. Like is James Harden fat and fast or fat and slow? Like there we go. I, I, I love this. You brought up Vin Baker. I have the most random Vin Baker story ever. So before I did like league fits and all that, I worked in AAU. I'm from, I lived in North Carolina at the time. So I worked He for brings John. this up every episode. Goodness That's gracious. not true. That's that, oh, I'm from North Carolina. Okay. That's not true. I worked for John Wall's AAU team and we were at this tournament. And like, you know, it's like an 8 a.m. auxiliary gym game. You know what I mean? And we're playing like this mom and pop team. And they suck. They're horrible. Like we win by like 40. Um, but there's this one kid just hitting like turnaround mid-range shots and like crazy shit. Like the kids just like beat destroying us. Like he has like 35 and his team has like 40. And so our like coach, like director guy goes over to his kid after the game. He's like, who the fuck is your daddy? And why is he letting you play for that bum ass team? <laughs> and the kid goes, oh, my name is Vin Baker Jr. And he was like, he was like Vin Baker's son. He was playing for like this like super trashy AAU team. But anyway, they ended up like hooking him up and he ended up going to like Boston College. Um, to like that meet guy. But it was like the most, yeah, it was like the most like, it was like pick an NBA player's name out of a hat type thing. It was like, oh yeah, Vin Baker. He's like, who's your daddy? Where, where? He was like, is your daddy here? I want to talk to him. Because he's being like, we got to get you off this team. He's like, oh yeah, it's. Ben Baker. I'm Ben Baker Jr. <laughs> That's kick ass. I would love to meet any I any ex Sonic is like my favorite person ever. Do you know who Robert Swift is? Yes. Absolutely not. Sorry. You need to Google Robert Swift. Yeah. Uh, he's the craziest looking basketball player in the history of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw him at a bar one time. And it was the most exciting thing. He walked in with Nick Collison. Oh, I know this guy. I've ever been in my life. Did you say anything? No. Or is this story, oh, the story says Robert that you saw them? Looks, <laughs> yeah, that's all. Uh, when it comes to Sonics, that's like as good as it gets. Yeah, I was going to say, some people fanboy over like, you could fanboy over Billie Eilish and Bad Bunny and YG and you're like, nah, 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 that was cool Robert or whatever. Swift. But Robert Swift and Nick Collison did it. That's Drafted, when I was left speechless. After the 18 and then... He has the craziest visual transformation of any NBA player of all time. He went from like this redheaded, like he was still redheaded at the end, but he just got tattoos everywhere. He looked like a villain. Yeah. He can Not particularly him. good at basketball, but. Shit. The bag, the checks cleared. They did. He was He's an OG nail weird. polish guy. He was like yeah. one of the OG guys who was like wearing nail polish after Dennis oh, Rodman. Yeah. He was on it. Man, that's beautiful, bro. 
Um, yeah, if you want to talk about weird Sonics all day, I could. <laughs> yeah. So are you rooting for Gary Payton Jr. then in this series? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I never thought I would be rooting for the Warriors, but I'm on it now. Until the Warriors are up, well, I guess it's 2-1 now. So when the Warriors go up 3-2, you'll root for Boston, though, to, just to see seven games. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's always the kind of the way I got. Always wanted to, yeah, go right to the end. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for the Warriors, which is really weird. That's what's up. I, uh, I've even felt like a little bit of an attachment to Gary Payton. And I'm not, like, old enough to, like, remember watching Gary Payton, like, I remember like Katie's rookie year. Like that's like when I had like watched the Sonics. Yeah, I guess um, I'm older than you. Yeah. I, in '96, we had Ken Griffey Jr., Alex Rodriguez, Randy Johnson, Gary Payton, and Sean Kemp all playing in Seattle. That's so Before, epic. Yeah. See, yeah, my Plus like we had Starbucks and Microsoft, so Seattle and <laughs> Amazon, like early, Kate. early Amazon. Well, yeah, I mean they were selling books. It wasn't all that. Oh yeah, but, true. Yeah. Seattle was like the epicenter of the world. It was. See, my Seattle sports icon is Ichiro. Sick. Like when I was a kid, we would go to the to the games just because like Mariners games were like cheap. Like like Seahawks tickets were expensive. Even Sonics tickets compared to the Mariners tickets were expensive. So we would go and we would sit like in the bleeds at Mariners games. We'd be like Ichiro, Ichiro. So Ichiro is like my favorite athlete ever. He had the sickest uh, batting stance thing where he would do the little. Arm out. Yeah, I love yeah. this. I'm a huge Mariners fan. They have the they are the longest reigning team without a championship. Reigning. All, all of professional sports. Reigning Seattle pun. R A. Reigns a lot of Seattle. R E I G. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. That's oh yeah. You said longest reigning. I was like, oh pun, pun, funny pun. Um, but yeah, no, they they suck, unfortunately. Um they is it really? They're of, not good. Yeah, they have the, the longest Mariners? playoff playoffless streak ever. That's what he was just saying, or active playoffless streak. Yeah, what's, I think the, what's Because they've had good players. They had Robinson Cano. The Browns, they had Felix. The Browns have gone longer without a championship because they were like sixty-four. But yeah. we're the longest that's never won a championship. Damn. Sheesh. But Mariners wow, are because of that fact. Yeah, facts. If you're a Mariners fan, I know you're a good person. That you know what they need. You're wearing a Mariners Incorporated hat right now. They need a couch jersey, no functionality mm. whatsoever. But that's, they need like they they need a couch jersey. Yeah, you. That's that's part of my pitch. I know this looks <laughs> no, like fashion, but it's actually we're gonna win a championship as soon as they put these on. My, I'm glad we figured it out. I didn't realize like how closely you associated your, your clothes to couches. So like hearing you say like, you know who'd look good in a couch? Devin Booker. You know who'd look good in a couch? Luca. You know who'd look good in a couch? The entire Seattle Mariners roster for some reason is just like hilarious. Like if you just take that soundbite out and you're like, I'd like to see Devin Booker in a couch. Luca in a couch. Yeah, too. I hadn't mm-hmm. really exactly said that until Joe just, mm-hmm. he, he really changed my perspective on that whole thing. So. I'm glad I could. I'm glad I could. I mean, like, I always say the couch fabric thing, but he's wearing a couch. That's now wearing a couch. That's the bar. That's that's the IG bio. That's the pitch deck. It's captioned soon. Yeah. You could change your Instagram bio to that. I don't know what it's currently, but you should just, I put people in couches right there. 
and that could be that could, could also be guy who shot people up and hide them. I was gonna say that too. That, 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 that could be the pickup line when Saeed finds your future wife. She's like, "Hey, I got your business card. Can't really tell what, do you, what do? you do." And you're like, "I can put you in one of my couches." Wow, that's a hell of a line. And it's one of my couches. She's like, "Damn, how many couches this dude got?" And you're like, "Unlimited, infinite, crazy." And technically, I have access to infinite couches, and I can put that's you great. in one. It's like the multi couch first. Something I don't know. This is this one's free, Mark. Yeah, yeah, I'm can, you, can, you can all have, game. Yeah, because me and Joe love to talk about romance on the pod because we're clearly experts of it. We're both single. Can't you tell by like, the we're, vest we're, I'm wearing? We're, we're experts. Di- okay, we gotta circle back to that. Diet Coke Drewski is your funniest. So every week, Joe has a dick. Yeah, that's like his thing. And sometimes it's just like not so average Joe or Thursday Joe. Like it can be kind of boring. But Diet Coke Drewski, have you seen the outfits that Drewski wears, Mark? They're terrible, Mark. It's always, it's always, he needs a couch. Drewski got to be put in a couch. There Um, we did one once, but it was not big enough. It's a large couch. You made him one? Yeah, the measurements were off. (laughs) Wait, you're telling me that this thing that you make, that you make because it can fit anybody. It fits 7-1 Miles Turner. It was still mm. oversized. It wouldn't have worked for Drewski. Well, the miles turn was when it, yeah, we did basically the measurements didn't come in right. Um, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know if he if they measured wrong or he lied, but apparently <laughs> he lied. <laughs> lying about measurements is a wild thing to do. <laughs> it happens all the time. No, are you fucking serious? All the time. No, how did you do that? That's so dumb. The only person that knows I know is the guy making it. it. It it makes you feel better than if you tell. Well, them. Then and then the product comes back, and you have to face reality. Like, yeah, and it doesn't fucking fit. Well, it feels That's good. tough for a second. It's a great text to send out. I am a thirty-two there, waist. Yeah, me too. Is is there anyone else that like you've had to like? Is that the only person you've ever had to be like? Yeah, I actually can't make this. Um, it just. It's it's wrong. No, we've had a bunch of shit get fucked up. Really? Uh, yeah, it's the worst. Dude, that's but so hard to believe because weird... I know, like the Miles one, like we made out of like you were like, what are his measurements? And I'm like, I don't really know. Here's his waist, and here's what Wikipedia says his wingspan is. And we went off of that. <laughs> so shit has to be really fucked up for it to not work. I that is an awesome it. thing about dressing NBA players is their measurements are online. It's yeah. usually from the draft combine. So it may have changed, but I was yeah. doing, I did one for this um, dude that I can't talk about yet. But Ooh, tell us, tell us, tell us, give us a hint. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know how, yeah, I don't know how big this is. I don't know how crazy their eyes are. Mm-hmm. I don't like spilling secrets, but well, there's only like yeah. 40,000 listeners every week. This is like a pretty big podcast. That is sick. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a lie. Um, it's not true. Not even, not even <laughs> feels good sometimes. See, there we go. It's gonna be true. hard to face the reality tomorrow when this drops and you see the numbers, but it it's gonna be a great 40, lie 000. to see on the air. Yeah. Yeah. True. My this mom week, is gonna be stoked. Really, your mom's gonna listen to this? <laughs> I'm sure. What do you? Li- yeah, my mom is the my mom's Facebook is our number one marketing source. Yeah. She posts everything on there. She learns about who the celebrities or basketball players or whoever it is the day mm-hmm. she posts them um 
Yeah, her friends go crazy. I love that. Awesome. My mom's my mom's like that too. My mom's like a diehard Thanasis Antetokounmpo fan now. Um, yeah, who's not? She was, she was like, the NASA score tonight? And I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Well, here, you have an open platform. Like, what do you want to say to your mom? Because, I mean, you get to talk to her literally anytime you want. But, like, this is like a new medium. Like, you could speak yeah. through the upside down. What do you want to tell your mom right now on a podcast? Well, uh, to be fair, I, well, I love her. I love her. She's the best. Um, a lot of times... My parents, they're like very involved with the brand. They'll like model for us sometimes. Mostly my dad. I but, love uh, your dad's fit pics. Your dad is way swaggier than I am. He's swaggier than I am. And yeah. It's in the ass. But yeah, love you, mom. You're the best. Can't wait to call you right after this and tell you about it. I oh, didn't tell her. Wholesome I'm moment. Doing this. Uh, oh. I was so nervous. Damn, finally we had a wholesome moment on the pod. We never has, have wholesome moments because me and Joe are just. It's chaotic, you know? Yeah. Chaotic. chaotic. Yeah. You're Batman. Yeah. You're not Batman. It's chaos. You're just maybe the Robert Pattinson of Batman. Okay. The NBA draft is coming up. And this is like draft season in general. Like the NFL draft has happened. Could you make a couch, tux, suit, whatever? Absolutely. I can have make you any- done that yet? I have not done that. Um, can I get married one day? In a couch suit? Hell yeah. I don't know if you're going to get married, but I'll make <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Wholesome moment thrown right out the window. A, that was a what tough a listen. wild sneak this. He was like, yeah, I would totally be down, but he's like, he's Saeed's not handing out your business, out business, yeah, business I'll cards you, I'll for you, I'll give you a number to Saeed. He'll find yeah. it. He'll track someone down. Sick. So I just get like the, the women that weren't good enough for you then. Eh, I'll settle. I'll settle. <laughs> But I have like world. really high standards, so I'm sure whoever's underneath is not bad. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's pretty valid. That's pretty valid. Um, okay. Before we go, your five top dressed NBA players that you've dressed, and then top five that you haven't dressed. Okay. Do they have to be in order? Nah, it's just like first team because you know you've seen like the League Fits Awards just dropped. You should yeah. have been on the panel for that, but um, this is your chance to, to, to plug. Well, we'll start with the uh, sponsored ones. Alice Turner, Thanasis Antetokounmpo. Ah, okay. Um, Kyle Kuzma. Oh, Shy uh, wore some shit in a magazine. He didn't wear oh, it to the game. Is I that saw that. Counts? No, that counts. That counts. That shit was hard as hell. It, I, it was like... Was it Paper Mag? Hot. Or it was like the highest nobody? It was highest. Hot. I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was super hard. Yeah, I love that fit. Um, and then we'll end it with... Uh, Are you looking at like a mood board right now? I have a list of the NBA players by my... Because it's like, it's like my main goal. Gotcha. Um, oh, and Jason Tatum because he is filthy. Oh, Tatum wore the jacket. I remember that. I forgot about that one. That was a good one. Um, yeah. And then top five of like active players currently. Yeah. Active. I, yeah. You can't say Iverson. Yeah. Saying Iverson. I want to say season. Iverson as many times as possible. Do you yeah. see this? Uh, this is a poster, a slam up from my childhood bedroom of Alan Iverson. Oh, wow. uh, so hard. And thanks to you, I now 
we have some shit in Slam Magazine, which is awesome. Oh, yeah, that's right. So for everyone that doesn't, everyone probably is, that listens to this pod definitely saw. But Cade Cunningham, I styled Cade for his Slam cover shoot. And he wore the, like, I guess it's like a jumpsuit, you would call yeah. it. He yeah. wore like a jumpsuit. And it was, it's ironically, it was a Detroit-themed shoot, or it was supposed to be. And but in the jumpsuit just says like based in Seattle, created in no created in Seattle, based in Los Angeles, all over it. But uh, yeah, you made that. I made that. It was super random. Whenever like I have like a really random clothing request, I'm like, I feel like Mark might have it because I think I hit you up like the night before and was like, Do you have anything that could pass for a mechanic? And you sent me like multiple options. <laughs> yeah, I have a giant pile over here in the studio, and there's always something in there. Yeah, whenever whenever I pop over, to, whether it's to return something, pick something up, I always end up grabbing or wanting to grab something that I had no plans to. Um, okay, sorry, I totally interrupted you, though. Your list of five guys, not including Iverson and Rodman. Um, I do like Devin Booker's. Me I too. like Juan Toscano Anderson. He's, He's sick. My, I, I slept on him for a while. Oh, my, really? friend Kendall who yeah uh, does a great job but yeah, I just connected uh, with her she's been killing on she's been killing yeah it. she's awesome she uh he just wore that menace jacket the other night which was perfect yeah the, that was the best fit of game three it was yeah um best style um I like Jaws style a lot wait John ja Morant yeah you mean you like Nike sweatsuits? Well, that's the thing. If it's the mind, if it fits the mindset, like young, I think if yeah. he wore something crazy, I would be like, "You look crazy." He could sense. step it up a little, bit. Yeah. but it's like they're workers, so you wear a worker thing. Also, but when Ja gets hurt, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like oh, when his fits. Boom, it's like Atlanta head. fashion. It's like black, black ripped Amiri skinny jeans and like a Balenciaga sweater. It's like little baby vibes. It's a fits. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, and it is him. Going through. Um, I actually like, well, that's the thing is I'm not thinking of tunnel outfits necessarily, but Patrick Beverly has okay. been looking really good on the shows lately. Bro, he has he been just loves up. chaos. Patrick Beverly is actually, that's one of my favorite players because my LA team is the Clippers because when I moved here, Pat Bev was on the Clippers and he was my favorite player. I loved Pat Bev. Um, so that's like one of my favorite NBA players. He can actually dress way better than people you, you would expect. Okay, so we have D-Book, Ja, Juan, Pat Bev. And to close it out, um, I will say I see I need to you next next time I'm on here, we're doing the all time list. Okay. Yeah. Tim Duncan would be so far ahead of everyone on this Dude, list. Dude, I've been trying to get Tim Duncan on the pod. That would be epic. 
Did you see that post we made on League Fits the other day where it was all the Balenciaga stuff and it's literally what he's wearing? It was, it was hilarious. Um, and so true. He is spectacular. Yeah, like Justin and Bieber wears that stuff today and they're like fashion god. Um, you know who probably deserves a spot on the list uh, is Russell Westbrook. Yeah, he created the like, culture. It gets talked about a lot. It's not like mm-hmm. a crazy, a crazy thing, but he just he really puts the work in. Yeah. Okay. Fine. And Kyle's coming over later to pull some shit. So. Ooh, that's what's up. It'll be better soon. Yeah. Even. Wait, you you let other stylists come pull? Never. I'm giving her all the shitty stuff. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> that's good. To know. That's good. I th- I thought it was just me. I thought I was the only one with your address. I was heartbroken. I'm, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm just giving her ugly I stuff. I know. I know. Billie okay. Eilish comes over and pulls, pulls, and YG, and all your your real famous people. Okay, you you could give the all time list. I feel like we could use the history lesson. Uh, okay, Tim Duncan, Allen Iverson. Wow. Uh, no thinking. Quick answers. Quick answers. Super quick. Um, I have a bunch of posters up on the wall. Um. Well, that's why I said you had to do it next time because I got now I got to really <laughs> right. Oh, okay, that's okay, right. okay. Just, you just put me right on the spot, but those two definitely are one and two. Not sure which is first, but they changed the rules of dressing based on Allen Iverson. Yeah, this there was a dress code. There was a me before COVID happened. We had created like a league fits like studio show that me and Nick Young were doing. We had kind of like wrote the show together, and it was called Dress Code. Because Val and Iverson. That's sick. like Nick Val Young, Val, one of my all time favorites. Nick Young's like the coolest dude to ever live. Um, kind of problematic, but still cool. <laughs> Michael ja- Michael Jordan would all- also be on that list. He is Fitz Fire. League Fitz Hall of Fame. But yeah, I'm going to next time. All right. Real crazy list. We'll, we'll, run th- we'll run this back for sure. Um, like for part two. Hopefully I did all right. Yeah, like and subscribe for part two. Um, but yeah, dude, man, thank you so much for coming on, man. Of course, this was fantastic. Yeah, when I when I say you're my favorite designer, like I really mean that. You're that guy. That means a lot. Yeah, that's, that's awesome to hear. Uh, More like my so I noticed, I noticed that you didn't mention that. Um, What's up? I noticed <laughs> that you didn't mention that I'm your favorite designer. So. That's weird. I'm getting a little audio <laughs> malfunction. Can't really hear what's going on in this episode, but that's interesting. No, I episode seventy four. Joe, no, no, What's no, that? Joe, you're not getting out of it. Joe, who's your favorite yeah. designer? Who do you think is better than Mark? Um, <laughs> like for part two. We'll reveal that answer in part two. You guys stay tuned. We got another episode on the way. Send uh, somebody send me your address. We'll get you some pieces. There we go. Way to, way to, way to uh, persuade me. There but we go, Mark. The pieces that weren't cool enough for me. Obviously. There we go. <laughs> don't, don't. Don't, don't, don't forget who put the Milwaukee Bucks superstars in <laughs> True. Uh, nah, you're the man. Appreciate you. Much love, bro. Appreciate right, it, fellas. Peace. Have a fantastic day. You too. Whole squad posting looking like we on defense. I'll drift first team this season. I'ma get it because I got my reasons. On the ground till my heart stop beating. Y'all little boys made me change my demeanor. Too much drip on the ground, I can't see it. Stepping out again.